0: Welcome to another special edition this weekend of the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks so much for stopping by. This is going to be an expansion of the question that we addressed during the week that I really didn't have time to unpack, but I thought it was a really good question. The question is, in our chart, if you are aware of the lot of spirit, the Arabic part, the lot of spirit, how is it connected to the north node? And what we're talking about is an ancient or a Hellenistic technique called the parts or lots. Typically, they're called the Arabic parts or lots, but I don't find any attribution to anything Arabic about them. It's just a, a moniker. But regardless, what they are are calculated points, often based on the position of our sun, our moon, and our ascendant. We're also going to tackle this on Old Soul, New Soul with Robert Glasscock this coming week, so you'll listen to that. But it's only about the lot of fortune. He really doesn't go into lot of spirit. But it's interesting because just as this question came in, our reader, Laura Taft, who of course we have the special bonus episode yesterday on secondary progressions, told me that she had the privilege of stumbling onto basically a reading with one of the premier astrologers in the world, Robert Hand. If you have studied astrology, or especially ancient astrology, or if you've been on astro.com and you've gone to the interactive natal chart, that's where I learned astrology at the very beginning, Robert Hand wrote some of those interpretations. Now he is Dr. Robert Hand. He has a Ph.D., an earned Ph.D., And the reason he got the Ph.D. was to be able to read and interpret the Greek and Latin and Arabic texts of astrology that are still left and still available and accessible to interpret. You know, I've just developed a tremendous respect for these people that have decades of astrological experience. And when you have this level of application, it's something to definitely note. Now, this is not, to my knowledge, anything that Robert has published but it is something that he mentioned to Laura when they had their reading and it was kind of cool because she said look I don't really want you to read my chart I want to pick your brain which I think was just brilliant but she said that what he was advocating is that life comes in three phases the first phase is primarily governed by the lot of fortune that's what Robert Glasscock is going to talk about next week Then the second phase, and these are sequential, is the ascendant. That, of course, is the point in time on the day of our birth that the sun broke up over the horizon. It's sunrise. That's our ascendant where we begin to shine. And then he says that the third phase of life, and this is what I think ties into the North Node, is the lot of spirit. Now, what I didn't go into this week were the calculations of how these are done. And to really understand Lot of Spirit, you need to first understand Lot of Fortune. And I know this is going to get in the woods and the weeds, but let's go there and then we'll come through. Hit 2X play if you want to go through this quickly and don't want mind exercise at the moment. But now, to calculate the Lot or the Part of Fortune you have to determine, is the chart first a daytime chart or a nighttime chart? How do you tell the difference? It's very simple. If your sun is above the points of the ascendant and the descendant, I mean, one minute above the ascendant is a daytime chart. If you are born below the descendant or the ascendant, even by one minute, That's a nighttime chart. So for the part of fortune, now I'm talking fortune, not spirit. Fortune for daytime charts, you take the moon's degree minus the sun's degree, and then you add that to the ascendant. So it would be moon minus sun, and then added to ascendant. And this is all on the 360-degree basis of the full circle. For nighttime charts, it reverses. So it's the sun minus the moon added to the ascendant. Now, this is where I know it gets complicated, and you're probably sitting there trying to figure it out in your mind. If you go to astro.com, there's an article by Robert Hand. It's called The Lot or Part of Fortune by Robert Hand. It was written in 1996. He goes through the calculation with examples. So let me refer you to that because you're taking the 360-degree degrees for the sun and the moon, not, you know, that I'm 20 degrees in a particular sign. You have to convert that to the whole wheel. But here is why we had to understand how those are calculated because for lot of spirit, it's reversed. So for a daytime chart, it's the sun minus the moon, Added to the ascendant. And for a nighttime chart, it's the moon minus the sun added to the ascendant. So it basically just takes the lot of fortune calculations based on daytime or nighttime and flips them. So you can already see that there's this aura of maturity around the lot of spirit. It's that we've worked through those initial calculations of life and we've been able to kind of flip our destiny, if you will. And I'm going to throw in one other thing here about calculating and positioning these in your chart. Because this is an ancient technique, and somebody like Chris Brennan would absolutely wholeheartedly agree with me here, keep ancient techniques within the realm of how they were created, that this would have been originated under a whole sign predominant system. I do think that equal signs would have been in existence, and probably a few others, but certainly not the Placiduses of the world that came into existence in the Middle Ages. In my own life, in my own chart, this has predominance when I read it in the whole sign house calculation. So what I would suggest is that you use both. If you like Placidus, look at this at in Placidus. If the position of your ascendant causes this to causes the part of fortune and spirit to shift into different houses, then look at them both and see if they both fit or if one fits better than the other. Now, Robert Glasscock is going to have a lot to say about the lot of fortune. So I'll leave that to the old soul, new soul podcast that will come out this week probably will be Friday, I'm guessing, but just keep watching it. We're still working out kind of release dates and that kind of thing. But I think what we're going to do is new episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays of Old Soul, New Soul. So he's going to talk about that. But basically what Robert Hand was saying is that in the, with a lot of fortune, that you don't have to be this like spiritual superpower manifester to have the things that Lot of Fortune is pointing toward, which will come from the sign and the house that it's located in, those kind of automatically happen. He calls it your personal genius. And this is our first phase, which is the earlier part of our lives. And what's really cool about talking about this today, on the heels of what Laura talked about yesterday, are these secondary progressed moon phases connected to this timeline of our life. So I could definitely see how you could take your part of fortune placement, sign and house, tie it to the progressed moon phases, and you could kind of see where you're going to, as he says, just naturally stumble into things automatically, and especially in those earlier or mid years. Then, according to this model, we move more toward an area dominated by our ascendant, which in astrology, kind of cookbook 101 astrology, is that that is us in the world. So we finally claim our place in the world and then move into this phase of the lot of spirit, which is after we have really grown into our consciousness. So we've worked through some of those earlier stage-setting places the lot of fortune setting us on our path, areas that we are supposed to grow and develop. Then we accomplish that. We stand up into the world and we have done our work and done it well. Then we move into those areas that are more signified by the house and sign and aspects related to our lot of spirit. And by the way, this is not some decades long process. This is three phases that can happen for some very early or others like me, (laughs) take a while. Robert Hand told Laura that Yogananda, for example, was already in the lot of spirit phase as a teenager. So we're thinking here areas of spiritual and soul development, not years. And that also directly ties in my book to the North Node of the Moon. As we grow toward those areas that we brought with us to resolve, and as we find and discover those. Maybe that's part of the lot of fortune's work is discovering those areas that we came to transform. I feel that that happened to me very clearly. It's a personal thing, so I don't really tell this story, but it did happen early, something that happened in my teenage years, part of fortune, that I had to resolve karmically. Once I finally did, then the ascendant phase definitely took place, and that was really the year's after 2007, as documented in Subconscious Mind Mastery, and because of my moon and sun placement, the lot of fortune and the lot of spirit are, are basically in the same sign. They do shift houses, but it's really a house shift for me to move into a lot of spirit. But I do see that this can become a pattern of our soul's growth and our soul's development. Now, here's one of the sticking points, and I think this is another good point. Robert Hand called it the Saturnian cycles. I'm going to call it getting stuck in the matrix. We get so consumed by the physical, by the ego, by the world, by the matrix, that we don't see out of that box. And that can be an incarnation that accomplishes great things on earth, but hardly anything or nothing for the soul. What is really living a good life is when you accomplish equally for both you find that 6th house self-actualization for body, mind, and soul. And there are so many parts of the chart that also contribute to this. So the nodes of the moon certainly would be one. The ninth house and the 12th house are other indications. I mean, we could go on and on and very deep. But I think this was just a great question. And that's the deeper explanation of it. And I do hope that helps. And yes, I think it is all correlated. And a fascinating study in astrology is to dig into the chart and see where these things in the past come to the future with the idea of the map to lead us through and to higher ground so that we resolve them in this lifetime. And then we get to go on the other side and go, Well, I don't have to worry about that one next time. (laughs) I just did a subconscious mind mastery podcast with a correlating question. It's number 293 on subconscious mind mastery. If you'd like to go deeper, even still on this, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with our regular week ahead and it's going to be a great one. So we'll see you tomorrow morning on the fun astrology podcast.